Yes, so last time they saved Henry's wife, Atlas's mother, killed the bandit leader, solved a mighty puzzle, a difficult puzzle indeed, and then they tried to take something that did not belong to them. Let me just tell you what happens next. Put them all back. Uh, no, you didn't. Like when you grab it, it's like stuck gravity-wise. There, like you go to pull it out, and it just doesn't pull. Um, so you guys are gonna fight my giant, my stone giant. I rolled a nat twenty. Uh, twenty-two plus. That will be a natural one. <laughs> uh, I can tell you and where you go in the order. It's the bottom. It's always the bottom <laughs> with you. Uh, all right. Um. <laughs> uh cool and then uh we're going to do some things uh okay cool he's gonna roll his initiative Ooh, crit 20 what's your oh your dex modifier is higher it's he's a golem <laughs> i can tell you that he goes second um put that there okay uh all right atlas so for the purposes of the fight um uh, I like to imagine that you guys are about 10 feet away from the statue, uh, Rowan and Chris on uh, in front of it, and uh, Atlas is now behind him, uh, 10 feet away at the daises. So your party's kind of split with it in the middle. And it's Atlas's okay. turn. Uh, in, in typical ghost fashion, I will pull out my war axe. And uh, nothing fancy, just going to take a... Uh, well, looking at it, does it look like there are any pieces of it that are more susceptible to attack than others uh no okay then just uh straight up attack do that uh that's actually it's a crit 20 again uh wow yeah you do that okay you just roll damage twice yes that's exactly what you do okay uh uh yeah that's exactly what you do actually you might do more than that but that's because I'm such a friendly DM. Uh, one second. Final Fantasy 15 app is popping up. Okay. That is a 12. That's 15 for the first attack. Well, it's just it's just you roll the damage twice, then add your modifier. Yeah. So 12. Okay, so 15, roll. 14, so that's 29 plus. No. Nope, nope, nope. No, Let's play no, D&D. No. Roll oh, the so sorry. 12, 12 sorry. twice. 26. Plus the modifier, so 29. No. You can't get 26 oh, with two D12s. I'm sorry. This is the, the reason the rest of the party did the sorry, math sorry. portion of the, the it's, puzzle. It's 10 plus 8. Okay, 18. Final answer, 18. Ooh, you beautiful sure. Clint Mackerel. Are you sure? That makes sense. Plus the whole three. Okay. 21 damage. So 21 damage. Okay. So you run up and you strike this uh, stone golem from the back and your blade slides across it uh, and it roars out in pain. Um, but you notice your blade did not catch, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like you struck it, um, but it, it super did not like find friction, if that makes sense. Um, and it's going to be his turn. 
Let me tell you about stone golems. They don't fancy being swung on. Um, so he's going to turn around and... Don't worry, the DM can see the Skype chat. Um, <laughs> he's going to turn around and swing on you. Uh, does a 20 hit? Let me look at that papers real yeah. quick. Yeah, it does. Okay. Uh, and so for that one, he's going to do uh, six bludgeoning damage. And he's okay. going to swing again. That does a 19 hit. It does. Okay. Uh, you're going to take two bludgeoning damage. No, I'm not. I'm going to take a nap so somebody wakes me up. So he turns around and just double fist pummels and you go down. Uh, next up is uh, Rowan. And sleepy time's over. I'm going to bonus action healing word. Okay. Which is six damage. It heals you for six. Yeah, that's pretty good. Back up. Yeah, all right. And I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery on okay. the golem. Yeah, no. You do that. Uh, let me roll the appropriate rolling mechanism. Uh, 13. Uh, that meets. Okay, so does he take anything? It's empty. So, I, I, I mean, I feel like does, this is your spell, not mine. Does it? No, he, it so does he's, double he's, damage. He's defenders went on ties. No, I get so that, he, but I, I forget. No, but Alex doesn't. So he succeeded his, his saving throw, and he's asking if he takes like half damage or anything on a successful saving throw. Oh, no. It must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Or take, nope, it's all or nothing. Yeah, it's all or nothing. Okay, just checking. Uh, I wanted to make sure I was super clear on what happened. Uh... But what did you say? Yeah, what did you say? Okay. I'm like, um, <laughs> your skin's hard, but your metal's soft. Are there? You know, I'm not surprised that it didn't land. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And next is Chris's turn. Oh, I leave. Goodbye forever. <laughs> Bye forever! No, um, I'm going to cast. Uh, where is Devin in relation to this guy? Uh, right behind. Right in front of him. In front of at him. his feet, and you're staring at the guy's back. Okay. So you um, imagine this nine foot thing towering over Devin, laying on the ground? Oh, it's a nine foot. It's a large creature. Uh, nope. Largest 10. Okay. Specifically designed nine feet so I could avoid that roll today. <laughs> Didn't want to deal with it. Uh, all right. Well, in that case, what I will do is I am going. To, wouldn't it be great to be able to have level two spells? I'm going to cast. He's a level one spell, even. I'm gonna. But level two <laughs> offers me um, shatter. You could cast purify food and drink. <laughs> I will. I'll purify. I'll You'll purify pure... our body so he can eat us, and then it'll be pure. Yeah. Uh, I will cast the greatest level one spell ever created in the history of Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Magic Missile. Oh, that's a pretty good one. All right. You do your thing. So, establishing now uh, separate rolls. Separate uh, attack four. rolls or separate damage rolls? Well, there are no attack rolls because it's Magic Missile. Oh, yeah. So, separate rolls. Okay. Yeah. I was like, 
don't know. Saying not just going to do 1d4 and multiply it by 3. Oh, yeah. Two. I've never done it that way. Okay, go on. 4, 2, and 5. Ooh. Uh, so what color do you think your magic missiles are? I think they're silver, dog. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so you release three silvery bolts of doom and pepper this guy in the back. And you see the metal uh, start to dent in his back pretty heavily and he kind of leans forward as you do so and i take my full movement speed away from him <laughs> okay so you run 30 feet backwards uh okay cool um atlas uh your turn hmm uh i'm gonna go ahead and well yeah i'm gonna drink a potion okay what uh, did we ask did we establish what uh what strength these were Drink it and find out. Well, they were potions of healing, um, but I can, if you would like me to tell you what you actually, what the effects of a potion of tell, healing. Tell the uh, tell the audience. So the they audience, so they, they know. know. It's a they, yeah. You regain two d four plus two hit points when you drink. Totally knew that. Yeah. Pretty good healing potion, which is why it's is normally fifty gold. But I also realized you guys were gonna. I six boom. That's money. All right, so you're basically back up top, right? You're you're full Just city top for. For a, for a second here. Uh, uh yeah. yeah. Cool. Call response. Um. Help. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Sure. Uh, is there anything else you want to do on your turn? It nah. I feel like this is the test, and I'm not doing great. Um. No, I can't. I can't do anything else. Uh, no. Uh, okay. Dot dot dot. Cool. Uh, Alright, well, I will move on to the golem's turn. Uh, he's going to pound you. Um, I, I love mm. that you didn't stand up. Mm. At all. I didn't know I was knocked down. Oh, I was knocked down. You went yeah, down. You, you, you so, went he's going to get advantage on his attacks against you. Since oh, you're laying God. on the floor. Which is not great. It's not great. Which is good, because he, he actually rolled a crit one for that first one. Um, so Unfortunately, the next one was a 20. So. <laughs> yeah, no. That's going to hit. Uh, you're going to take six damage bludgeoning damage right and he gets advantage so let's roll for crit uh i did not crit still gonna hit uh but this time you're gonna take three bludgeoning damage so uh he sees you on the ground he sees that you wake up drink a potion and so shout he's just gonna like shout help boom boom one more donkey kong pound on you um rowan what are you gonna do bro um i I'm going to vicious mockery one more time. <laughs> okay. Uh, and what do you say, Alex? Yeah, Tell me. Say? Like you're next to go to pound town. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> uh, that's not gonna fly. Uh, I think he enjoyed that. Um. Yeah. No, that's not gonna go. Uh. Chris, bro, what are you? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Uh, I'm going to first and foremost call and response ghost get pissed i'm at level three. <laughs> oh no what barbarians don't get rage until level three. yes they get rage at level one what? yeah they super do you get special I rage stuff confused. at level three yeah oh that's what it is then don't worry guys uh it's uh, definitely first his first time playing D D. period he's never he has not been playing we for years this whole part out 
No. No. I was super <laughs> surprised. I'm like, why haven't you used rage? Like, these are all great moments, and I'm pretty no, sure you have two have of those. This, the reason is the entire time I've been connecting it with the abilities you get mm. at level three. Yeah. The, the no, path that's, that's you take. super crazy. You get this two rages. That modifies like, your rage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You get two rages, and they are super off. good. Half damage to all this damage you've been taking. Uh, I, and then I'm going to just shot in the dark this because gaming convention tells me I'm supposed to. I'm going to cast Mage Hand and I'm going to try to steal his blue eye crystal. Oh, um. <laughs> I'm trying to yank it out of his stupid head. I guess roll a Arcana check for the strength of the hand. Okay. Because I like to let you guys do weird okay. shit. Uh, that is a 20 unnatural. Uh, yeah, you grab the gem in his face and pull. And he kind of like leans backwards because you're pulling from the back. Uh, and that's exactly what happens. Because it's fucking mounted into a face and Mage Hand can pull five pounds of pressure. Yeah, well, but it was worth a shot. It was worth a shot. I was surprised <laughs> that you did that thing. Uh I didn't think I was going to either. Uh, okay. Atlas. I was going to, like, pluck it out and be like, do 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 Atlas, your turn. Atlas. Atlas, the barbarian. Uh, yeah, your yeah. turn. I was, <laughs> I'm really considering a thing. He goes, I'm going to prepare an attack. Oh, no, no, ready an attack. So, okay. What I want to do... I want to play dead. You, you want to ready an attack to play dead. So, so what I'll do is because I have the ability because Axis, like I'm assuming, still in my hand even though my body's laying on the ground, right? I would, yeah, I would assume you did not throw your weapon away. Okay, so I'm laying on the ground. Mm. I see him. I'm like doing the whole squinty thing. Like, <laughs> does he know I'm dead? I mean, does he think I'm dead? So I'm gonna I lay will there. tell you. Well, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you finish your thought. So what happened theoretically is I would I would ready an attack. I can lay there. I can spend half my movement to get up if that's what you're costing us. Oh no, I'm not. I'm just listening to what you're wanting to do. So then when he would turn around, I would stand up. Does he get an attack if I'm behind him since I never left his? I think you're getting area? ahead of yourself. Uh, so let me let me clear this up. You want to ready an action to attack him when he thinks you're dead? No, when he turns away from me. Because he it, thinks uh, you're dead. Theoretically, yes. Theoretically, okay, so, they... no, 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 you can't do both, right? Because, like, to convince him or play dead, you would have to, like, bluff that. And that would be your action. Yeah. Also, when you prepare an action, you're preparing a single action, which can be a standard action, a bonus action, or a movement action. So you can't prepare a movement and standard action. Yeah. For one prepared action. Got it. Daddy's going to stand up go rage mode. Yay! Oh, okay. Oh, cool. You do that. Now it's out, okay. I guess. Uh, uh, player pro tip for those of you who don't play Barbarians. Uh, rage does not affect your attack roll per se. Just your uh, attack damage once an attack has hit. Yeah, so that's going to be a 15 plus. You super hit him. Okay, 20. Uh, okay. D20. Now D20, D12. D12, yeah. 6 plus 3, 
Yeah, okay, that, that adds up. Uh, so, well, you know, Devin, you tried to roll uh, 26 on 2d12. I tried to do a lot of things. D&D after dark where the numbers don't matter. Um, so, yeah, you stand up. Because I'm going to assume you stood up, even though you didn't specifically... No, you did. You said you were going to stand up and rage. Hey, just checking. Uh, so you stand up, and you bring that axe right in that thing's face, and just it just sticks. Sticks. Gem shatters. It sticks. And uh, roll an athletics check with advantage, because you're in rage mode. Uh, 19 on the second one. So okay, so it super starts falling over on you, but you kind of like hold it together. And this thing deactivates right across your body. So now you're I upholding. Uh, you can try to take it off its face after you've cracked it. Just shrug the thing so that it's not collapsing on me. Uh, yeah, you super now have um, uh, like cracked and shattered uh, blue glass in your possession. Shatter. All right, that's great. I, like it. I super grab the loot. Uh, yeah, so you guys can, um, uh, you can go and loot the uh, body Oops. and you find a potion. And I will tell you exactly what you find. If you will hold one second. Let's just roll this die here. Random potion. <laughs> uh, you find <laughs> you find a oh man um you find a unlabeled potion. It is rose hued effervescent liquid um, that contains a um, brown cork on it at the top. That's Who carries potions with no labels nowadays? Uh, terrace, yes, Terrace. Uh, yeah, so you be my golem puzzle. I want to grab that mace. Or what did you say it was that was up there? Mall. A mall. I'm gonna grab that mall up there if I can. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, you can super do whatever you want without another another stone golem detention ceiling. Oh All right. Um. So yeah, you. Let's see. Um. I need you to roll a strength check with advantage. So just to be clear, who got the potion? You did. You did. When you oh, said you were going for the loot, he thought you meant the L-O-O-T, not the L-U-T. Oh, I'm so sorry. Did you want to go for the loot first? The actual loot? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. He beat you to the loot, so let's resolve that. Um, And whoever wants the potion can go grab it. Um, uh, okay, cool. You pick up a, you pick up this loot. Um, a beautiful loot lay on the pedestal carved of a uh, mahogany. Across the neck of the loot in scripture... Is engraved golden lettering. Uh, can what languages can you speak? Uh, common, draconic, and elvish. You do not recognize this mm. language. Um, and you're gonna have to roll something for me. Let's get to my notes that say what you have to roll for that. Can you roll a wisdom check for me, please? Yes. 
It is bad. It's a nine. Uh, okay, cool. Can I take that book? You can grab the book, absolutely. So when you grab the book, you pull on it and it is stuck. It pulls back on you. Uh, but you do notice that the the book is bound in two ornate ends made of black stone. Um, the front uh, the front cover oh no you can't open it because it's stuck. Never mind. Uh, I got an 18 and a 21. Yeah you pull on it it's super stuck. Oh we can only have one thing. Should we Shane. Right. <laughs> I mean, a second ago it was a check, and now it's now it's stuck. Yep. All right. Well, I cast acid splash on the pedestal. Okay. You do that. You splash acid on this stone pedestal. No, we can't put it back. We can't take anything in. No, it just doesn't affect it. All right, bye, Dan. I mean, like, <laughs> there's options here. Um, three. No, well, yeah, but you don't. Okay. Is there any inscription or writing on these pedestals? Uh, what about what? what actually, can I read? Actually, can I read what's written on anything? There, fuck, man, wasn't there? Oh, okay. Uh, all right. So when the golem dies, good call, Devin. Uh, I was so surprised at the fight. When the golem dies, each player hears a message in their head. Uh, Every door has a key, and each key a cost. When one door opens, others shut. Take a key and unlock its door. So look around. We all look, I guess I'm looking around for a door. Another, like, mm. in this door key. I'm guessing I'm confused the by your metaphor. Words have two meanings. It hurts. <laughs> Because there's some writing on my loot. Does anyone know what this is? Am I able to read it in orc? Uh, what languages do you speak? Just common and orcish. Um, no, you cannot. Common, dwarven, infernal, draconic. Uh, you can read it actually. Uh, you it's know, dwarven. it no, it's uh, it's uh, the script is infernal. Um, oh, nice. So you read uh the phrase that says. The word of God can be heard in the chords of this lute. Uh, I relay that message to the. Oh, I guess I'll just save it with my words. All right. It looks like the uh, the the words here are um, the the words of God can be uh, heard through the strings of this lute. Uh, it is written in infernal. Um, my people, not specifically known for having nice gods, usually they're terrible demon lords. So, <laughs> take that for what it is. Huh, interesting. Let's see. Do you know what the name of the Infernal God is? I mean... Satine. It depends on your denomination. Uh, Ball. <laughs> uh, could be uh, Thulers. Uh, or would be, you say that it could be a many-faced God? It could... I mean, some of them have multiple faces. Uh, some of them have multiple genitals. Oh, let's see put, about this. Put the, put the two together and you got yourself quite a party. Uh, I play F-A-C-E. Uh, you play F-A-C-E. Oh. Oh.
cannon. <laughs> you have a loot that you played FAC on. Okay. I like it better if he just he only knows how to play the violin. He's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this loot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just with the voice in our head again? Like, can I recall what it said? Yeah, sure. Uh, every door has a key, and each key a cost. When one door opens, others shut. Take a key and unlock its door. Okay, so are there... Do I see physical doors no, in this room? No, it's a metaphor. There are no other doors in the room. I'm in a work. So I'm still looking for doors. Okay, you okay. continue to look for Okay, and the, and the script said again one more time? Uh, the script said, The word of God can be heard in the chords of this lute. Play a chord, not FAC. It's an individual nuts. Uh, I, I play the F chord. Uh, yeah, you play the F chord. Okay. The word of God can be heard in this lute. Lute is the key. Door is Aunt Jemima. <laughs> Let's see, there's there's keys and chords. <laughs> Cord keys. Cord keys. Corgi's. Corgi's. Corgi. It's a small dog. Corgi. I'm glad you noticed it. Right. There is a small corgi. Uh, no, no. <laughs> He's there. You, you, you ride him. You didn't you notice. You, you ride him to victory. Go <laughs> along, Chauncey. Um, can we read the inscriptions on, on the other items? Are there any inscriptions like on this loot on the other uh, items? Let's see. Um, let's see. You know, you can't open the book. Because it's still stuck on the pedestal. Even like the front cover? So let's the put the blank. loot back and pull the book off. Oh, yeah, do that. Oh, but I really like this loot. <laughs> yeah, but it's not giving us anything. <sighs> All right, for the time being, place Get the it back. back. Grab that book up real quick. <laughs> okay, uh, you pick up a book. Uh, it's bound in two ornate ends made of black stone. <laughs> the book's heavier than most tombs of this size. Uh, as you open it, the front page has a text blazed in red and almost flickers like flames as you hold it in your hands. Um, and just like that, the camera shifts and it fades away from our adventuring trio, only to see our half-orc, our elf, and our dwarven companion from the tavern, all of them huddled around in a circle in the woods. And as our camera pans in to the trio, they have just finished discussing their master plan. So that's the plan, boys. When they come out of that cave, we're gonna smash them. Uh, but Craig, why are we doing this? Listen, Renoir, if you want to be part of Craig's team, uh, Craig's gang, you gotta learn rule number one. Craig's in charge. Craig's the boss. Got it? Uh, I suppose, Craig, but really, we could probably make more money doing another job somewhere else. But they disrespected me, especially the one with the weird fancy voice. He said we weren't worth 20 gold apiece. A fucking piece, he said. Well, Craig, do you have something smart to say, Renoir? N no, I don't, actually. 
I'm going to take a nap. Wake me when they come out of the cave. The camera pans away from the trio in the woods and fades to black. And as the picture fades back in, we see Kristoff, Rowan, and Atlas. Kristoff holding this book, this powerful artifact. You can read this because you can read Infernal. It reads, The Cortex of the Creators. Uh, and while you are holding that, can you do me a favor and roll a wisdom check, please? That's a natural 20! Uh, let's see. Every you notice as you roll that, you can smell the damp walls uh, more uh, intensely than you could before. You can hear drips of water uh, from the room before much further than you had before. Um, you can taste the staleness of the cavern air. Um, the book feels rougher to touch. And um, <clears throat> the text becomes uh, more crisp as you look at it. And you, you notice that, like, um, the space between seconds feels longer as you hold the book. Hmm. All right, fellows. Uh, it seems that this book is able to heighten my senses. Um, it's quite a euphoric feeling. Uh I'm going to go behind the bushes for 15 minutes <laughs> <laughs> to see some other thing dies. No. Um, if only there were bushes in the cave. <laughs> and as you as you flip through pages, um, every page in that book, except for the front one, is blank. Um, with my new heightened senses, can I do I notice anything different about our surroundings? Or about these three objects in question? Uh, roll an arcana check for me, please. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that is a 17. You see that the other two pedestals are just showered in uh, a magical aura, where the center pedestal where you left the, where you pulled a book from is now dark. Okay, I put the book back on the pedestal, but don't don't take my hand off of it. So, so as you put it back on the pedestal, the light fills the pedestal, and you watch um, the lights on the other ones fade and then all three of them fade at once oh too easy boys line up on your pedestal all right uh okay on the count of three grab your thing one two i pull now uh roll a oh, strength sorry sorry me. you're an idiot i hate you <laughs> roll a uh, uh 18 and uh, 15. Cool. Or 16. All right. Uh, you pull a you, a large maul fit for two hands floats above the dais. Uh, the handle is made of a dark iron etched with runes. The head of the maul is shaped like a ram's head on one end and a flat square on the other. The flat-headed side of the hammer has um, some script on it. What can you read, Devin? Or Elvish income. Uh, you do not recognize the language. Uh, uh, Christoph, what does it say? 
I, I read it. Uh, what was it, what were your languages again? Uh, common, Dwarven, Infernal, and Draconic. Uh, you recognize the uh, text to be Dwarven. Ironically, you had both languages. I didn't expect you to have all of them. In uh, the script says, even the gods fear the hammer of Daredin. Uh, what it says here, my lad, is it says, the bearer of this hammer shall have great power. However, it cannot be held for greater than... Oh, God! 30 seconds! <laughs> go down! I throw it. Pick. I immediately throw it up there. On back on the pedestal. Back on the yeah. Um, okay. Now I did. I did notice it said that if all three of us grab these at the same time on the count of three, it'll lift the curse. Uh, oh, so actually, one... I could have read it if I read dwarven script. There. Oh, Orcish's dwarven script, isn't it? Yeah. So you could have read. Oh, you can read that now. So <laughs> Damn let it! Me have, let's let's go back and realize it. Like I was like, hey, uh, you. Yeah, so you see that it says, Even the gods fear the hammer of Daredin. Hey guys, it's Dwayne, your friendly DM, an expert voice actor, an expert editor, an expert time-not-haver guy. But that's okay, because I get to do a really cool podcast with really cool people. I want to say thanks for listening. Uh, a lot of work goes into these episodes by the players and myself, and the fact that you guys use your ear holes to tell us you like it is beyond inspiring. Uh, so we're going to start doing some more interesting things. We're going to start really laying the story together as things come along. You can find us at Facebook, Lawful Stupid, on Instagram as Lawful Stupid. But when you go for Twitter, Stupid Lawful, because we want to keep you guessing. Super want to keep you guessing. Uh, the next episode should be up super soon. Um, normally we do a bi-weekly thing. I think we're going to do weekly as a Christmas present to everybody. Happy holidays, happy Kwanzaa, and other holidays that I don't know. Um, so congratulations. Enjoy all of the super fun stuff we're going to be giving you. And in the interim, if you don't have enough D&D in your life, you should super go listen to the Broadswords podcast. Uh, super, super, super good podcast. And uh, I just listened to the last episode while working out, and it's super nice to have good quality content to take my mind off the fact that I'm at a gym, and it's a grueling experience. So let us know what you think about this episode. Either tweet us or hit us up on Instagram. We're all watching those things. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Okay, well, it's, uh, definitely if it's that quick, good for them. You put the gods. Can I wait? Even the gods fear the hammer of. How do you? I guess spell Daridin. Uh, D a r e n, capital D i n. Okay. Does this mean anything? Does this mean anything to you guys? Ah uh, yes, Daridin was a dwarven uh, god. <laughs> arcane wars. <laughs> the arcane wars. <laughs> he was slain in the arcane wars, wars, and that's why people don't talk about him so much. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right, let's let's try your plan again. I I I miscounted. I thought you said like right after two, three. So we'll we'll try your plan again. Okay, everybody, grab your thing, your item on the pedestal. Oh, on the count of three. One, two, three. Roll. Oh, everybody, roll dexterity uh, checks for me, please. <laughs> Just a check, not a saving throw. Just a That's twenty. Just a check, not a saving throw. Uh, ooh, now that you asked me a second time, still a check. <laughs> okay. Uh, 16. 14. Devin, you pick up the hammer slightly before everybody else. Dang it. Oh, okay, now I it's really important. I was listening to the number. It's really important that you coordinate this, right? So, like, 
on the count of three all at once, and then we're going to take ten for our dexterity checks. One, two, three. Okay, great. Uh, everybody tell me your dexterity modifiers. <laughs> Son of a <laughs> When the three, game's two. mechanics... <laughs> Minus two. We're both three. Yeah. Um, so one of you gets it before the other. Like <laughs> realistically, um, when you or no, actually, that's not that's not fair. When you both pull at the exact same time, they both stick hard. Oh. Hmm. There's a choice you have to make. I heard that. Yeah, you all heard it, because I'm not gonna have you guys roll over and over again to try and steal these. <laughs> Choices. I say we take them all. Oh, you would. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Take them all. <laughs> no, I I'm kidding. Ooh. I didn't say them all the first time. I just didn't want to see like it. No, um, no. I'm more than happy to make a choice here, and I think we can make one that's amenable to everybody. Um, how would we actualize, gentlemen? How would we actualize our choice? Because. We picked all these things up, and it is not clear to me what we're supposed to do once we do. Uh, so, um, Devin, or Atlas, you remember that an old man in town by the name of Fendel, uh, who lives in Fendel's Keep, is also the, uh, the, like, the wizard of town, uh, has... He once told you, if you're ever in a room with three no. objects on there. Yeah. Uh, he kind of told you stories about, um, uh, relics of power that were left over from uh, the uh, Arcane Wars. I've heard of those. Mine well versed in them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The god Darden. <laughs> oh, well that... <laughs> I thought like I mean, he would like have said do this with them. Uh, no. Uh... Gentlemen, I, I seem to recall uh, uh, the mage from town, the wise man from town, being a, somewhat of a wizard or magician or chef, whatever. I, I'm not a magic user, whatever you guys call yourselves. Mm -hmm. And uh, he mentioned these might have, maybe these are left over from the Arcane Wars. I already told you that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, what, this is the what hammer did we do with that? Guy Darren, who was killed. In the arcane wars, and this is this tribute. This might be his grave son. Yeah. I, do, I do believe, lads, that the smartest choice for us would be to take the loot. Um, our, our, our friend here, Rowan, he, he can support us, and he uses supporting magics to do that, um, whereas you and I are more uh, solo type figures. I would have to agree. Uh, he has already paid me in more ways than he knows. I will now follow you whatever you need. You got one for me. Well, you don't have to press me twice, and I'll take the loot. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, roll me a wisdom check, please. It's even worse than before. It's an eight. Okay, uh, and you guys are going to stick with the loot. Correct. No, we're, I'm going to put the loot back and then pick it up again. I mean, no, I'm just asking. It, you don't have to keep rolling saves. Damn it. Um, yeah, okay, cool. Um, yeah, man. So you pick up this loot, and um, you feel a tension in the air. And the world, for you, goes black and white. 
and Chris disappears, and Atlas disappears, and you see Atlas, but he's older, and he's going toe-to-toe with a figure you can't quite make out, uh, but it's definitely humanoid, and you watch as he gets struck down in battle. Um, you watch Atlas die. And as you see him die, um, the world fills with color again and your two friends return. As Rowan has this vision, the camera, it fades. And then it fades back in to see a man over a workbench with auburn hair muttering to himself mm, do you feel that fender yes someone found the loot of when the camera spirals up and backwards and flies outward revealing the town of oxbane and then it fades to black we fade back in on our adventures with Rowan just watching his new ally, Atlas, fall. Hey, I feel like we'll <laughs> never die. <laughs> I sure am well, glad I'm alive. <laughs> all right. Well, that's weird. Because, Atlas, I saw you, not as you are today, but in the future, in a battle, and you died. Um, but but you, but what about what about me? You kind of <laughs> harsh in my mellow. We just did a well, great thing. Was I okay? Did my hair look great? You weren't there, but I wasn't there also. So I'm going to guess that without us, he dies. Ooh, well, uh, well, I guess that does it for me. I'm uh, I guess you I'm hanging with you boys for a little while. What was I fighting? Uh, it was definitely a thing. Oh, I believe you. Oh. Maybe ah, a, yes. Maybe I've read a about person. <laughs> I've heard about those from the arcane <laughs> world, <laughs> my friend would say. It was a, definitely a thing. I didn't focus on it as much as I saw you crumble in the deathly fashion. It, it probably wasn't that bad of me getting beat. I probably just barely lost, right? It was Super horrible. Was. Yeah, I mean, probably not that bad. You'd have a closed okay. casket funeral for sure. <laughs> we don't have to keep talking about it. Anyway. No, no. I, I, I just want you to more understand. about his, his wounds. Go into detail. We may be able to garner some <laughs> So in this world, everything was black and white. And then you weren't there, and I was there, but not really there, because I was just there as I am now, witnessing it, but not really there. So it was just him. I get, I get, okay, carry on. And this thing, I th- I th- and, and it was a slaughter. You mean like we toe to toe for a long time and then I went down? <laughs> if it like makes you feel warrior. better, yes. But in okay. all actuality, you stepped up to it and then right. laughed yep. I get that. heartily yep. in your face and had like one swoop of a hammer or something and you were just, just a puff of red blood dust and greatness is you got pink misted <laughs> you got just a terrible fate sounds oh. uh 
That's a terrible dinner party story. Anyway, do you know any songs on that? Can you? <laughs> no, but I could probably write one. Oh, well, oh, maybe we should just get out of here. Atlas the Brave of was very brave, and then he was dead the end. Okay. Uh, cool. So you guys now have chosen the loot. And... It changes the entire story path. Uh, it super does. Um... This campaign has a lot of replayability. You can go back, you can choose. You can choose the mall, and then... Yeah, it's really good for like uh, choose your own adventures. Like, so if you guys want to play at home, uh, I'll just share all my notes with you, and it'll all make super sense. Uh, it's definitely not catered to be notes for me at all. It's, uh, in fact, uh, at episode three hundred, we're actually gonna release it for sale. Uh, it's gonna be portioned off the low low price of ninety nine ninety nine. Um, so that's a thousand dollars. You can buy it easily in uh, three easy easy payments of seven fifty. Uh, and one really complicated one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, Atlas, you remember um, that uh, Fendel is the old crazy man in town, and he's always telling people about um, um, crazy shit from the Arcane Wars. Um, do me a favor and roll a history check. See what you remember about him. All right. Uh, looks like I, oh, I don't have... That's a five. Okay, cool. You remember that his name is Fendel and that he talked <laughs> about the Arcane Wars. So Rowan gets the loot of when Atlas hears of a future death and poor Kristoff feels alone for he is not in the vision so his future feels uncertain. Next time I'll tell you what our young adventurers decide to do with the loot of when and the mischief they find themselves stumbling into hand over foot.